Dyslexic heart number 23. 23? 23. I always say the number in amazement. We got fireworks in the background tonight. We do. It's 4th of July. Baby, you're a firework. Thank you. You too. Uh, We won't be playing that song. I'm trying to adapt to new technology because I... Uh, Apple changed iTunes and the music store and all this shit. And I'm trying to adapt too. It's going to be good and it's going to be bad all at the same time because there's things that I'm used to doing in here that, like, there's no volume on here. I have to use the volume on the iPad, on the side of the iPad. Oh, weird. I know. Huh. So I'm going to be, uh, or I could use the mixing board volume, but then I'd have to blah, blah, blah. Then you'd have to actually, you know, be technical and mix stuff. Well, and, this is, you know. Practicing my volume increasing, increasing. With our theme song. Mm-hmm. Mr. Paul Westerberg. Mm-hmm. How are you today? I'm good. How happy, are you? Happy holiday weekend. I'm good. Yeah. I like holiday weekends. Yeah, me too. They're for drinking. I especially love this one because... There are no expectations. Or responsibilities. Yeah. Like, okay, Thanksgiving and Christmas. You've got obligations. You've got family stuff. Yep. 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 Fourth this of one. July... I mean, you might have family stuff. You might have a cookout or something. But even that, for the most part, I think is kind of like an optional thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like Thanksgiving not or Christmas where you're expected to get together. Right. I like just being able to chill out at home. You know, deck drinking. We didn't really yep. drink on the deck, but no, indoor drinking. Yeah. It's Re- good. Extra recording. Yes. For fun, fun times tonight. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with the dogs. Yeah. And the dogs, are, despite the fireworks, the dogs are quite mellow, I'm which I'm by this. so pleased with. Oh my gosh! I know. I thought, I thought Mr. Spaz would be uh, freaking out, but he's he, he just looks a little sad. Yeah, he's all right though. He's doing well. This is good. So this is Otis's least favorite holiday. I know he would not be happy he right now. Hated noise. He hated it so much. Yep. Reminded him of his life in the hood before we had him. Yep. So, yeah. What do we want to talk about since our last show? Okay, Apple you, Music. Oh, you were you, talking about some changes to Apple Music. Yeah. Um, so have you tried out the thing where you pick the different artists and they show you the bubbles and you pick the artists and then you can like pop oh, the bubbles? Yes. As a, for the connect for the connect with things? Yeah, that, that's that, fucked up. It's the least useful, useful function. You know what it gave me? What? Well, it gave me all kinds of shit, but that's why you select the bubbles and get rid of them. Yeah. Well, I selected the bubbles and got rid of them and it's like... Oh, you'd like the Red Hot Chili Peppers playlist. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would not enjoy that in the least. Yeah, I'm not sure. Some what, people it, would, not me. I'm not sure if that's based on your library or what that is. I, oh, it's based on the genres you select. Yeah, but then I think it's somehow hooked up with my library, and it's like, introduction to Taylor Swift. And I said, I know her already, but sure, why not? <laughs> the connect feature is really useless on there. Like, I don't. I'm never going to use that. And then I had to start over like three times and it gave me yeah. these bubbles and it's like, I really want you to like FKA Twigs. Oh, pff, that's shitty. <laughs> I really want you to like, what was it? The, there were a couple that, that kept showing up and they're like, we really want you to like these people. And I'm like, no. I don't. I'm not interested. Thanks. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm playing around with it a lot, trying to figure out if I like it or not. Like even the radio stuff, I'm like, is this a thing or is this not a thing? Because I'm I'm like I don't really see the whole streaming streaming radio station thing is that groundbreaking like oh you you have a streaming radio station big whoop i get that there's actually like djs and people selecting the music and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and that's or or i could just listen to the radio the radio or that who cares that it's worldwide i can listen to stations from all over the world anyway online. right it's, it's not it's called the internet and it's, and it's so the stuff i've listened to i've been i haven't been that enamored i've heard a few good songs on there mm-hmm. but like the thing that annoyed one of the things annoyed me. They played this whole what would have been a fucking awesome set of like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem songs. Yeah, they're, they're playing all the fucking censored versions. What? So you, why? How can you even listen to that censored? It's yeah, that's wrong. So I'm I am opposed to them playing the censored versions. I like my swears. I know intact. <laughs> And then most of the time it's dance music, and I'm just not that into dance no, music. No, no, no. So like, okay, you have a worldwide station that appeals to a very certain specific segment. Huh. I don't, I don't know if their long term plan is to like compete with Sirius and things like that. Hmm. You're fucking Apple. You've got a shitload of money. Just buy Sirius and incorporate that in. Right. That'd be really cool. I'd love that. I get they eventually I might have more Sirius like a lot. more like they do genre specific stuff, but that's not really live streaming radio. It's more yeah selecting songs based on what you like and mm-hmm. um so just buy Sirius XM and incorporate that or if buy Pandora if you're interested in incorporating shit people like Pandora works that way because you do the thumbs up or well, thumbs down and, and that's they're doing that with the rest of it but that's different than the live radio okay. component. I haven't experimented at all. Yeah. I just I did the bubble thing. And then I saw what it gave me, and I said, peace out. And then I came back, and it gave me some more shit that was aligned with my taste, but I still haven't listened to the streaming part at all. Yeah. It's one radio station. It's dance music most of the time, and it's Mm. what I've heard. It's like, meh. If you're into that, that's great. I've tuned in a handful of times, and it's not all dance music. I shouldn't say that, but most of the time, it's that kind of... I did hear actually a good segue into some. I okay. did hear one song that I had also heard on the current, our local station we talk about all the yes. time. But I did hear that in Apple Music, and I'm like, it got me to buy it because it was a second or third time I heard it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I do like the song. I need to oh, buy it. I know which song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's by a group called Bully, and it makes me very happy. It's called Trying. stuck in my head this totally reminds me of the muffs uh, a little bit of the muffs a little bit of the pixies yep yeah all the good things yeah yeah the vocals have that little that little rasp of yep. kim shattuck from yep. the muffs yep 
There's a long-ass fireworks display that's going on around here. I know. Max is being a little rock star, though. He's just, he's lifting his head up <laughs> and tilting his head a little bit. Now he laid his head back down. He's, he's responding very well to this, and we I'm have, very happy for we, him. We have what I presume is kind of the finale happening, so it's kind of, yeah. I don't know how much of that you can hear, but. The, the fireworks orgasm at the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, I like that song by Bully. I'm going to check out the rest of their album yeah. one of these days and see if I like it or not. But I like that song for sure. Cool. Yep. Do we want to talk about how Max is doing? In general, not just tonight? Yeah. Sure. Our new little dog that we got in April, May, June. Mm-hmm. When do we get him? <laughs> we got him in April. April late April. End of April. So it's been a little over two months. I think. And he was uh, freaking us out for a while because he was so crazy. And he still is. But He was not relaxed. I, I think he was a... He just hadn't settled in yet. He didn't want to settle down. Every little noise startled him. Yeah. So now, since since our last... Because sh- I think we've recorded since then, haven't we? Didn't we record on Memorial Day or something yeah. like that crazy? So a month ago. It was a holiday, so I'm thinking we did. He's cool now. I mean, he's still a spaz and has a lot of energy. Yeah. But he's got a routine. Yep. He's settled in really well. Yeah. I'm not... Also, I think I've, like... Don't. I think we adapted to him a little bit too. Well, that's too. I, I don't. I don't like uh, freak out whenever he starts to get spastic. I can I, deal with I him. Still do a little bit because I haven't been around him all day. Because you're around him all yeah. day every day. I can deal with his manic energy a little bit better yeah. when he gets that way. I'm just like, ah, he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't freak me out as much. Yep. And I think then. I was yeah. better today than yesterday. He's been he's been doing this bark, all this just random barking though. That's kind of new. Yeah. So hopefully we can get a hold on that because that would be annoying if he started barking all the time. Oh my god! But he's not like biting shit all the time and jumping right. on the couch and right. doing the things he's not supposed to do as much. Yeah, the two things I'd like, the two things I'd like him to improve on this semester are. Yes, what would you like me to work on with him? <laughs> not barking at every uh, random little thing, but there, there's only so much we can do about that, and uh, not constantly harassing Zoe. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, we might have to seek assistance with that as far as training. Like, what do we yeah. do? Because we want him to sort out their hierarchy. The dominance thing. But I don't want him to, like, just be messing with her all the time. Right. So, yeah, we'll see. If that continues, then we might have to get another home training home session. Visit. Yeah, which should be fine. Yeah. It would be worth it. It was we're awesome. Buddies. We're buddies time. now, though. He's, my, he's yeah. my pal. We're yeah. We're all right. He's a sweetie. I really do like him. And I'm very glad he's he's our dog. But... Yep. There are a couple things that could go a little more smoothly, but <laughs> yeah. It's weird though. I I mean, I don't know. I feel bad saying that because I feel like our other dogs just went so much more smoothly and we've had to work a lot harder with yeah, them. Yeah, he's been a lot of work, but... But worth it, I think. First month was especially rough and now yeah. it's going better. Yeah. He's cool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, good, uh, yeah. He's, good, good he's stuff He's just hanging there. out on the pillow right now. He's sleeping and... Just, he's, yeah, he's, I'm very pleased with how he's handled the whole fireworks situation. I thought he was going to be just obnoxious tonight. I thought he was, I, I thought he was going to be just crazy and scared and. Yeah. No, oh, he's chilled out. And That's not cool. obnoxious, but just scared. I did. And I thought he'd be barking the whole night. be in a position night. to have to comfort him a lot. I thought we might have to drug him tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we we still have some leftover Otis drugs yeah. for when Otis hated anything loud. So we had puppy Valium. Yep. And Stuff we would employ great. that on occasion, and it was great for everybody. Yeah, knocked him out. Yep. Worked for all of us. So I should play another song. Okay. 
I don't have a playlist because Apple Music was being a dick to my iPod. I know. We got to figure that out. But I should be able to, in theory, access just about anything streaming on here, too. But I do have a few songs queued up. I have uh, the Fratellis and Frank Turner. Yep. Any of those were on my playlist also. Smithereens and Taylor Swift. Sure. That's a preview of what you're going to hear tonight. Oh, yeah, it is. other things. All right. So, yeah, the Fratellis have a new album coming out. This makes us happy. Uh-huh. We're going to see them in Minneapolis September. in September. Yes. Very exciting. Which is great. I'm so happy they're touring here. Me too. We saw them in Chicago a year and a half ago, yeah. roughly. Was that yeah. about right? Yeah. March of... November. November? Oh, yeah. It was a fall thing. Yeah. And it was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. But it'll be great to see them here. Yes. I was in work mode then, so I wasn't fully oh, engaged. That, yeah. That was... But, it was an interesting trip. Yeah. We were both very stressed. Yeah. I'm really excited about the new album and seeing them again. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of John Fratelli's solo album. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. That's a good thing. Yeah. Love that. He's... I wonder if that second solo album will ever see the light of day. It sounds like not. I wonder. Probably not. I saw an interview with him where he said he had listened to it again recently and really liked it. Uh Uh-huh. And part of of him was kind of secretly happy that even though he really likes it and is proud of it, that it's never going to see the light of day. And there was another interview a couple months earlier where he said eventually it would. So he had like changed. Hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm just glad they're back together and touring and making music. Yeah, me too. I love him solo. I love him with the band. I just The man just knows how to write a hook. I I love his voice. I love the hooks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we got to see him solo because it was in a small venue. That show was so great. That's that show. That's in my top five of shows. Like well, if I could go back in time and live a show over again, that would be a contender. And having it be part of a vacation in London, the yeah. whole experience, but to have that cap it off was pretty awesome. Yeah. Life for you could be so easy if you only shut your mouth every time you feel those words come around.
that's awesome. Uh, I heard that for the first time and I immediately listened to it again <laughs> because I was just so... Ugh. Yeah, so if you pre-order their new album, you can get that in one other track, mm-hmm. and well worth it. Yes. I look forward to that. That's going to be a good album. Yeah. They they are solid. They're great. Yep. Hook on hook on hook. Mm-hmm. He's such a great songwriter, and the, the backing band, like, Mintz toured with him when he was solo, too. Kind the of. drummer. They had two drummers. Yeah, they had two drummers. <laughs> he joined the tour later on, so they just, oh, let's add another drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It was great. Yep. Loved it. Uh, so I believe you have a list of topics of things you wanted to discuss oh, oh, today, which okay. is always helpful because sometimes we just meander I'll, and ramble. I'll do my and, best to guide the discussion. That's right. Okay. I might have a thing or two as well. We'll see. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just going to throw some random stuff out here. So we recently watched a little show on Netflix. We did. Um, you might have heard of it. It's called Orange is the New Black. We did season three. Yeah. So we we'll, watched it over the course of about a week. We'll try to be... No. Vague. Yeah, we can be vague with we we don't have to give away plot huge points, plot points, but we can speak because we gen- know not everybody has completely watched it yet. But at the same time, we don't want to be we will speak so in gen- vague in yeah. general terms that don't give anything away. Right. Things that we liked and things we didn't like without going into specifics. Yes. So you don't need to forward it. It's going to be fine. We're not going to ruin anything for you. Right. Right. Um. So what did you like and not like? Okay. Generally. Um. Let's see. Scroll up. Here. I'll tell you one thing I really liked. Yeah. Since you're searching your list. All right. All well, you go and head. then I'll riff on what you say. I liked, I've liked that. Now, the first season was really all about um, Piper. Yes. As a main character. Yep. Uh, season two, a little bit less so. Season three, she's kind of really just another cast member. She's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not all centered around her anymore. And I think that's a good thing because I completely agree because even when it was centered on her, I found myself really fucking irritated. I don't find her to be as, I think she's a great actress. I do. Well, not, not great. great. I think there are other actresses on the show that are stronger. Yeah. But I don't like the character that much. The character. It's the character. It's not the actress. It's the character. I don't find that character as compelling. Yeah. And then her relationship with Alex. Right. I'm over it. I'm done. I don't care. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy to see that that's been downplayed and that yes. they've increased kind the of the focus on the other characters. other characters and it's become much more of a, um, a group kind of, sh- it's more of an ensemble, an ensemble show that's, as that's, opposed that's, to her being the star. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. And there's no more fucking Larry and I'm glad about that. Yes. Cause that's not ugh. really a spoiler either. That was known that he wasn't going to be on season three. Yes. He appears in the credits. Yeah. But. There's no Larry. Yeah. And I think we're all happy about that. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Her like her plot lines were not my favorite. No. There wasn't... Again, I won't go into specifics. Right. There weren't... I, I'm not really even sure... Well, I guess I kind of know what the primary plot line was. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that in and of itself was that engaging, and yet I really liked the whole season overall. It was almost like a collection of B, were, B plot lines, and the A plot line I didn't think was that strong. Well, there were certain themes that resonated throughout the season that I saw that began with the first episode and ended in the last episode. So there was a very strong theme of mothers. True. Yeah. Motherhood and their ties to their kids and how they handled their kids True. That was through the whole season. And religion was another one. Like where you found your oh, yeah. spirituality. Well, and how that developed you and how that 
yeah. Yeah. How that made you who you are. Yeah. And maybe you found it in an unexpected places. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was some interesting stuff around that, actually. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yep. It, yeah. It was a lot more, I felt like season three was a lot more thematic than the other two. I can see that. And I, I would have to say, if I had a favorite season, it would be season two because. Yeah. The way season two, it paid off at the end. Like you, everything just tied up really well. Where season three, you had a few unresolved threads. True. I did like the end of season three, though, as well. Yeah. It was kind of satisfying. I, yeah. I can see you why. Had this, you had a really nice moment. I won't be surprised. I haven't read much online about it, but I won't be surprised if there's people who really don't like the way that season three ended. Mm-hmm. But I I, don't, I found myself satisfied. Yeah. So. Yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed the moments that they yes. were showing in season three. Yeah. Again, with, I don't want to give too much. The, the, the nice yeah. thing is the show hasn't, after three seasons, the show hasn't lost me yet. Right. Which these That's days there's not that many deal. there's yeah. not that many shows that keep my attention for that long yeah. anymore like i really you haven't watched it but i really like house of cards season three mm-hmm. eh, I, I won't be surprised if season four if i end up bailing, bailing on, on it. it it won't surprise me um but who knows mm-hmm. or wait there have only been two seasons of that Oh, okay. I think there's only been two seasons. Anyway, the first one. I don't watch yeah. it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only been two seasons of that. But I, it yeah. won't surprise me if the next season, if it loses me. Because the second yeah. one, I was like, mm, I'm not sure if this is really, if I'm into this as much right. anymore. I'm not, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, was it season two where they did the really shocking thing in the first episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that. I do love that Netflix and alternative outlets are becoming places for cool programming though i agree Netflix whether it's hbo hulu or whatever yeah I mean, yahoo i think even has some stuff yeah but nobody watches that yeah well. i mean communities over there who's watched has anybody seen any I, of those episodes no. of community i mean i used to love community i know and i have not I've, sought it out no, at all that's just it i there was that one season after dan Harmon left where i was just uh, and even though he came back i couldn't get into it yeah again. and then all a bunch of people left so yeah yeah um, so that's too bad, but, uh, yeah, it's nice to see all these different places where talented people can, the, yeah. the, the thing that's happening now and HBO has been this way for a long time, but now there are all these other outlets that are finally doing the, let's let creative people create. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it, there's not as much interference from the networks, which always fucks up the shows. Yes. Um, which is fantastic. Like let people who are good at this just let them do it well like louis ck for example absolutely he has a lot of creative freedom yeah yeah and i don't think a guy like him i don't know that he would have a huge tolerance for a lot of notes from the network telling him to do things the way that they want i don't i don't think it would work it's it's like it's his it's his vision and as a result he can do a show that's wildly funny one week and really dark the next two weeks and then be funny again he can do stuff like have characters that like show up and then are never mentioned again, and yet mm-hmm. they're supposed to be like his siblings or his parents or you know these yeah. all these weird things. Um, yeah, like yeah, there there are all these inconsistencies, right? From not even season to season, but within a season. Yeah, but it's he can kind of get away with that just yeah. because it's different. Yeah, and it's not about those things. It's about like the deeper themes and the deeper mm-hmm. plot lines and also there are some like 
especially the early seasons, there were some sh- some episodes where it was really like two short shows together, like fifteen minute shows. Mm-hmm. But then he'll have a series and of then- four episodes that are all the. Like the, one long show. Not this season, but the previous season, he had like four or six episodes that were one all around plot line. the plot line. And then he had that really long episode that was almost like a movie. Yeah. Where he was talking about his younger self yeah. or something. Yeah. And so it's not a traditional television show in that manner. But the fact that, again, somebody who's like a really creative person that has a vision for what he wants to do mm-hmm. and somebody saying, yeah, just go do it. We trust yeah. that we want to see your thing. And there's not as much of a risk because we're a cable station. Yeah. It's not network TV where we've got... Network TV is like, there's so little creativity there. Yeah. That's why it's all reality shows and game you know shows I, and bullshit like that. You know what I find enjoyable about Louis C.K.'s show is that you think it's going in one direction and it completely... It either veers off in another direction or it twists that direction that you're going like it it'll take part of it and make it different or else it'll completely go in a different direction it's not predictable and i love that and i think some people would hate that um but i like that too like i'm i'm i get okay seinfeld Uh uh-huh occasionally yeah you could see where that was going and it would be like oh my god this is gonna be so irritating it's not gonna pay off it's just gonna be irritating seinfeld always pays off for me no, you, not for we have, me. We have different tolerances for Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. And yeah. I'm more of a fan of Curb than Seinfeld. See, I can I watch Seinfeld, like, episodes I've seen. I can watch that all day. Yeah. It's still, I still migrate to Oh, that. like, the one you were watching the other day with, um, where they were in the movie theater, and then he had the glasses yes. and from the Lost and Found, and he couldn't see, and it, oh, but you know what? that just, oh, that drove me nuts. I had to leave the room and do something else. But when it first aired? Yeah. Did it have that effect on you? I don't remember. Because when that's the first aired... I didn't watch aired, a lot of the stuff when it first aired, Oh, though. really? A lot of it I'm seeing in reruns. Really? Yeah. See, Seinfeld, I'd never missed an episode when that oh, aired. Oh, not I mean, me. The first, probably the first season when nobody watched it, but I was pretty religious about watching that show. But again, there are certain episodes that are just masterpieces of that right. show. Like, when that was on, it was fucking on. Yeah. But for me, there and are I, certain for, ones where... It just like, huh. it just grates on me like it I can't I can see the train wreck coming and I just can't deal with it. Oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But I can deal with discomfort to a certain level. But I do like that with um, Louis. I don't know from week to week when I sit down to watch that if if I'm going to be watching like the funniest half hour sitcom I've ever seen mm-hmm. or something that's just fucking depressing. I don't know. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. He he gets really dark and twisted. And I think I think for a lot of people that could be very disconcerting and but I'm like I find it just so interesting. And I yeah. always find him so good and I I'm always I'm always entertained by it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And I totally wanted to play the diarrhea song, but eh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But we're not gonna. No. Because it's from that show, but yeah. I don't know. It's like kind of, it's amusing, but it's a novelty song. Wanna, yeah. Yep. So I should play, we haven't played any music we in should like five play a minutes, song, though. 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, one of the few concerts that we've seen, maybe the only concert we've seen since the last show, uh-huh. was the Smithereens in Vegas. Yes. And we love the Smithereens. We so do. I thought we'd play at least one Smithereens song. All if right. That's okay. Um, I pulled two of them. Play what you want. All right. We'll play the big the big hit, one of the big hits.
Oh, they sounded really good live. I thought so too. Just all of them. I mean, the musicianship there is fantastic. They're, that drummer, fucking. Yeah. Oh man, that guy is good. Yeah. But they were all very engaging and very good and had yeah. a great time. Yeah, his voice still sounds great. I periscope five or six songs, I think, yep. from that show, which I'm normally not the holding up the phone guy, but. Right. Eh. I didn't mind. I wasn't. We you were in a, we were in a position where I wasn't going to be um, blocking. You weren't anybody's irritating view. anybody with it. You weren't holding up your phone and forcing anyone to watch right. the show through your phone. So that helped. Yes. It was fun though. It was free. Yeah. I'm glad we were there for it. Yeah. We did not stick around to see the tubes, although our friend Mark said the tubes put on put on a fucking show. Yeah, I've heard that about them. That they're fantastic, and yeah. we ended up uh, getting sidetracked at a couple bars. Yeah. We were. Yeah, we were getting to that point in the day where we had to move around a little bit or we we're just going to be dead on our feet. Yep. It was good. So, yeah, it was fun good. evening. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad because yeah. we, we had uh, seen their singer do his one-man show in Vegas, but we had never seen the band before. Right. And uh, I had, actually. Oh, had you in college or something? Yes, they played my college. I had never seen them before. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they put on a great show then, too. Fantastic. I remember thoroughly enjoying it. Well, they can still rock it. Yep. So, if they come to a town near you, yeah, they're checking I would, out. I would highly They've recommend They've got a lot of great them. songs. Oh, yeah. And just, like, they're really happy to be performing. Right. I know they hung out time. afterwards and signed autographs. They were like, we'll be back at the soundboard later yeah. on if you want to see us. So, that's cool. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate bands that don't see themselves above doing that or yep. anything. That's, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good show. And it was in Vegas, which always helps. Oh, yeah. So. That helps everything, doesn't it? Sure does. We want to talk about a couple comedy shows we saw since our yes, last. Yes, that was next on my list, actually. Multiple. We saw Dana Gould at Acme Comedy Company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I have a lot of things to say about that, <laughs> even though I don't have him written down. We, we've seen... So Dana Gould, if you're not familiar with him, he has been a stand-up comic for... He started when he was like in his late teens, I yeah. think. Very young. He's been around forever. And he did, I think, like two, I don't know if it was HBO and Showtime or Comedy Central and Showtime. He did two different stand up specials that um, are just like epic perfection as far as half hour, hour long mm-hmm. stand up. Um, one of them was HBO for sure, because I know they still re air it on the HBO Comedy Channel, but. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of took some time off from stand-up for a while. He worked for The Simpsons as a producer for several years. Right. And didn't he do some writing also? Yeah. He, Writer-producer yeah, role? Yeah. yeah. And now, so now he's he's back on the road, mm-hmm. probably partly because he recently went through a divorce and needs money. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> but, talks about that, but he talks about it in a, in a very, I don't know, like he doesn't, he doesn't, um make it soft like he doesn't sugarcoat it at no. all but at the same time he doesn't like 
he's not a dick about it. No, it's it's, it's very entertaining. It, yeah, it's very appropriate and very like okay, this is what happened. It sucked, and yeah, people who listen to Adam Carolla podcast would know who he is because he's been a frequent guest on there. He does yeah. Hule Hauser, which is comedy oh gold. God, yes. But he was so anyway. Seeing we've seen him over the years. I mean, it's been a few years since we've seen him. Yeah, but we've seen him a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and he's always he's just good at he, what he does. He's kind of considered one of the early alternative comics mm-hmm. because his com- his his comedy isn't coming out and telling a series of jokes. Yeah. It's long form stories. Mm-hmm. Um very personal. Although he did a little bit of a series where he said, "All right, I'm going to tell a rape joke, a 9/11 <laughs> joke, and what was the other one?" He wanted to show that any could be anything could anything be funny. Anything could be funny. And he and they were and he did and it was just like, all right, was, yeah, you did it. It was nine eleven, AIDS, and rape. Yes. Yes. And, again, and they were all really funny. The way that he did it. Yeah. Yes. He's uh he's a master. Yeah. So it was good to see him again. And all all new material since we've seen him because yeah. it's been so so long. Okay, so we were sitting by this guy. Yeah. If you oh, if you're if you have a very affected, crazy laugh. Don't go to comedy clubs, please, because you're going to drive everybody you're else to the club nuts. You're going to be a fucking distraction. People, people from across the room were looking like, what the hell is that guy? He sounded... <sighs> what was the sound? It was like a brain jackass every time he laughed. Oh, it was nutty. It was like... <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. not good. Would that be an app? It was really bad. It yeah. was so, except like ten times louder. I'm trying not to blow people's ears yeah. out. And he would think, do the weird laugh, but then he would speak normally, like "Oh my god!" Yeah. So, like, you were wondering, could he control this? I or don't know. Not. I think there was some sort of discussion that whoever, if it was his wife or girlfriend, that was with him. Yeah. I almost think like before the show, she warned a couple people around them or something because there was some sort of discussion and I almost got the feeling like she was saying, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I thought that was because somebody was in their seats and they made a move. That could be. Like, because there were two people who were like, oh, these seats are not. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Maybe that's what that was. That was what the discussion was around it. I don't know, but it was. But it was. So that was distracting and kind of annoying. But yet. I will take that over some asshole talking through the show. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, at least he's laughing. At least he's paying attention. Yeah. Dana Gould is still a master, though. It was still a good, yeah. it was still a great show, and he worked the room. And he, it was, yeah. It was a fun time. It was great. And then we also saw Mark Marin do a larger venue. He played a small theater mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. the Pantages, and we had very good seats for yeah. that. We Third had the row, same seats we did for Chris Hardwick. Which is bizarre. Yeah. We would get the exact same seats for two shows. Yeah. But they, I loved them. I know. I would, I would take those seats for any show. We've only been in that theater a handful of times. Five times, maybe yeah. four times. Um, and to have the same seats back to back was very yeah. weird but um great seats and mark Marin, man that he guy is was good. great yeah i know that he's not everybody's thing mm-hmm. but um, yeah I, i'm thinking of one person in particular who just cannot stand the guy but <laughs> i the again but, another guy who his his comedy is much more based around long stories and self-examination and stuff yeah but he definitely um he came off this is gonna sound weird he came off so much more likable than he does on the show. Well, there's a certain he 
a good comic can take the room with him whatever yeah. direction he goes. And, and he totally did that. He totally did. And it goes into different places. And you could tell. Yet, he wasn't taking everyone along. He's like, oh, I sense your weakness and I'm going to exploit it. In, yeah, there was somebody, for a couple in the f- people. somebody in the first row who reacted to a joke about religion and suddenly he took his act into 20 minutes about religion that I'm sure that person didn't appreciate. Right. But, but everybody else did. <laughs> so there was a little bit of that uncomfortable feeling, but man, it was good. It was, <laughs> it was so really good. good. I'm so glad we went. And, and knowing that, yeah, he, it's not... It's, I would go next I'd time he him. comes to town, oh, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Having yeah. never seen him before, I, I was blown away by his him as a performer. He was mm-hmm. really good. And I know that all that material, he obviously wasn't improvising it. He's done it before. That's what stand-up comics do. Yeah. But the fact that he changed, you could tell that he he didn't have a set act. He's doing every yeah. single night. There are certain parts of it, I'm sure. Yeah, because we saw him on, I think it was Conan or oh, something, yeah. where he did... He did a bit or two. A bit or two, yeah. So there's certain, so certain, certain parts. Static parts. But also but like that... That religious thing, I don't think it's that long every night. No. I think he that was based on that reaction. Yeah. And he there were a couple times where he got off on tangents and never really mm-hmm. came back because he went in certain directions. Although he and Hardwick had a similar bit on old men's balls and how droopy they are. <laughs> yes, they did. It's a running theme. <laughs> it's hard not to make that funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was like, wait, I've heard this before. It's slightly different, but I know I've heard this before. So that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, you don't have that yet. I don't. I don't think so. I, I suspect they're going to droop a lot more. I'll let you know how that goes. All right, I should play a song. Yeah, you should. Frank Turner. Sure. All right, he has a new album coming out as well. Again, pre-order it. Get a couple songs. Yep. He is also playing here in the fall. We're very excited about it. Yes, indeed. This is one of the songs off his new album. I believe.
shutters Raise up the mass Rejoice, rebuild the storm's past Cast off the crutches Cut off the cast Rejoice, rebuild the storm's past Rejoice Looking forward to this new album. Oh yes, very much. I don't even know what it's called. Positive songs for negative people. Yes. Yeah, that's good name. That's good. Good title. Yeah. The last one was. Tape deck heart. Yeah, it was good, but I think he had just gone through a breakup, so he was a little more subdued. Kind of spotty. I, yeah, I think this one's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Do you enjoy more. his book? Yes, I did. I don't know if we talked about that in the last show. Or I don't not. think. I don't know if we did. I don't think so. So his book I don't is think like you had finished it. No, the his, last show. his book is like a tour diary. Yeah, or a tour diary of pretty much his whole career up to that point. Yep, I liked it a lot. Actually, I did too. It was different because I'm so used to reading rock bios, and this was not a traditional rock bio. Um, I liked it. I liked that it was something mm-hmm. different, and I was interested in it. Yeah, and I liked it a lot. I did too. I do feel that he, there are stories he could have told that he didn't. And he was yeah, very. I think, I think that's true as well. I think he held back a lot, and he acknowledged when he was holding back. Like I could say that, but that's my. That's not my story to tell. Yeah, and uh, some maybe. of it. Some of it, I was like, yeah, I can understand that, and some of it's like, dude, give tell me more it. dirt on that. Tell it. <laughs> yeah. But I did enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, it's very. It nice hasn't shiny. actually come out in the U.S. yet, has it? No, we ordered it from a retailer in the he's U.K. Been, through he's, Amazon. He's been recording an audio book of it. Nice. He posted um, online. Yeah, I know. It makes me a little nervous about recording my audio book. I was just going to ask that, yeah. Because it sounds like it's quite tedious, <laughs> which I assume it will be. I know because I've done a tiny bit of voiceover work mm-hmm. in previous jobs, and it's a lot of saying the same thing over and over again and then yep. editing stuff, and yeah. Yeah. Should be interesting. Uh-huh. Well, it'll be fun. Yeah. I'll find a way to make it work. Right. And you can riff on yours a little bit more. That's true. You can go off the I book. will be, because I want to yeah. record some of it when you're around so you can join in. Oh, cool. I'm not sure. Maybe the shopping section. and We'll find a couple sections yeah. that make sense to, to do that. But Drinking and shopping. Yeah, that would work. We could do that. Yeah. Um, it's fun to have, it'll be fun to have something on there that's not like directly out of the book as well. So yes. We'll do a little, a little bit, bit of that. I'm sure I'll bonus go Bonus material. There are, yeah, and there are a few things that I ended up cutting from the book that maybe would work better. As vocal. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. I know he, after day one, I think he said he was 27 pages in. Oh my god! But gosh. then like day yeah. two, I think he said he was like 175 pages in and his Whoa. voice was going. And, yeah. But that had to be all day to get that much done. Right. That'd be tedious. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Should we do our fireball shots? Yes. All, all right. right. I, I put, it's more like one and three quarter instead of one and a half. Oh, so just extra, be warned. Extra fireball. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Ah, tasty. Thank you. <coughs> Just like being at Long Bar. Ooh. 
Yeah. But, but not really. No, not nearly as fun. But this is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like holiday mm-hmm. weekends behind the mic. Yes, me too. Talking Vegas, talking music, talking whatever. Yep. Um, should I play another song? Do you have yes. another topic you want to cover? Do you want to... Actually, do you want to play Bad Blood? Then I have a couple things to say about it. I can do that. Yeah. You know it used to be mad love So take uh, a look what you've done uh, Cause baby now we got bad uh, Hey, I can't take it back Look where I'm at We was OG like D.O.C. Remember that My T.O.C. was quite O.D.I.D. my facts Now P.O.V. of you and me Similar Iraq I don't hate you But I hate to Critique overrate you This whole hip hop breakdown Was not included on the album No it was not that it, it, it was my least favorite song On the album by the way I've come around on this The album version I have too the album version sucks, and I'm not really that big on the hip-hop breakdown, but I like the remix of the song for the yeah, single. Yeah, it emphasizes all the good parts. Yep. Such a kick-ass lip sync of this in the car. <laughs> I cannot even tell you. Hey, remember when you tried to write me off? Not the rap part so much. I could do the rap part in the car. Yeah. Well, not right now because I don't know all the lyrics, but I'll work on it. All right. Will we do breakdown during Vimp? Maybe like the middle of our show. No, probably not. Okay. If I'm ever gonna do a breakdown during Vimp, it's gonna be an old school R&B spoken word like, "Hey baby, I know, I know what you're wearing underneath that skirt." No, that's not even that. That's, that's just <laughs> that's, disgusting. That just sounds creepy. <laughs> don't do that, please. You're really into this, aren't you? I'm getting the lip sync right now. It's pretty magical. I should periscope this shit. Oh, no, you shouldn't. It would be really funny periscope without the audio. You're scaring me a little bit. I'm sorry. I think part of the reason I'm really into it is that half my friends have gone through this. Like, there have just been a lot of friend breakups with friends. Oh, yeah, that. somebody at work and an ex-co-worker and I don't know it's a mess it's like friendships shouldn't be messy <laughs> I, you know what let's go off on that tangent. But they are let's go off on that I've, I've been thinking about this actually it's kind okay. of interesting you should bring it up social media and oh, Jesus life Christ. online oh my god y- you say some things and then I might have some things to say after um you know oh, what? I've got a lot to. I've got this could go on okay. forever. Can, can I can yeah. I say something really quick before you start? Yeah. So, I had a major friend breakup after college. Yeah. And I just think I of how that. you've changed. I just think of how fucking complicated that would have been if it had happened now. That is exactly the point that I was thinking about while mowing the lawn yesterday. <laughs> because we made we made a pretty clean break. In other words, you are, when, when Facebook started, I looked up all their names and blocked them. You are because I the, just don't. I don't wish them ill. I wish them well, but I just 
think we should all go our separate ways. You just hit on almost every point that I was thinking of, um, purely coincidentally without us talking about this. Oh, weird. And how hard it is, thanks to social media, to um, naturally drift apart. Yep. Because you're connected and everybody sees each other's shit. Oh, my God, and yes. And as, as a result, it's... it's um, the block button's your friend, people. Kind of, but previously, you didn't have to... It could happen a little bit... More organically. More naturally. Yeah. And now, it's going to be ugly because somebody's going to realize they were blocked. Yeah. Or... Yeah, it's it's hard to it. But you know what? It's though? weird. I was thinking about this. So wh- here's a weird thing: is the block button not the same as just not talking to somebody in real life? Because there are people where I've just cut off contact. Yeah, but it's much more like like you're being shunned. It's much more. It's not just oh, you know, we you can't say well, we drifted apart. We kind of quit talking. Yeah. Now it's like oh, they shut me out. It's a different thing now. Yeah, you're it's right. Because it's very, it's a very active. It's an act, yeah. Thing. And because, there's no, yeah. Qu- people could drift apart before, and it'd be like, you know what? This is just, is this just happening naturally? People, yeah, naturally. And there's lose some of that, touch. but it's, it's a different. It's it's a different. Yeah. So, so, I was, so what happens now for? I guess I'll use high school as an like people previously any everybody you went to high school with other than maybe one or two really close friends you uh-huh. probably end up eventually losing touch with. Yeah. Oh. But now that's people for for people who are in high school like now or have they're yeah. always going to be connected to those people and it's Ooh, a little which that's is That's creepy. It's just because that's part of the reason I went to college in a fucking cornfield in Iowa to get the <laughs> fuck away from half the people I went to high school with. Not that I was bullied or anything. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Well, you, but you go through those. See, for me, high school was fine. Early college. Well, no. Well, okay. So there's two things. Um, my kindergarten through eighth grade school. Mm-hmm. Um, that when I went to high school, I was ready to like disconnect from all those people, and I have. There's only same w- school as Joe Maurer, by the way. There's only well, not at the same time. But. No, there's only one person from um, from, from that, that era that I am in touch with at all. Yeah, and she and I have like gotten in touch and lost touch and gotten in touch. It's like she keeps coming back into my life. Same for me because I've got. She's my oldest friend. Like, we've known each other since we were like babies. That's pretty much kind of how it is. With, yeah. yeah. But I'm actually, this is weird. I'm actually grateful to social media because we, like, we would send each other cards and stuff and then we would stop and then we'd start again. And now we're friends on Facebook and we occasionally message each other. So in in some ways that makes it like easier, like the people that you want to keep in touch with that would be hard to otherwise. Yes. You're still always there. Right. But there's the dark side. Right. So for me, you know, high school was fine and I lost contact with high school friends and we got back in touch and now we're friends yeah. again we hang out once in a while and all yeah. that which is awesome um i'm glad that the social media thing didn't hit until later in life because me too i kind of i wanted to make that break after eighth grade and mm-hmm. then again after college i was kind of done with other than a couple very close friends yep i was kind of done with that whole thing um and now again that would be really hard going through that now and not being able to easily make that break without it being ugly totally and and you know what? It's okay. Friendships have these ebbs and flows. Yeah, and, they do. And that's fine. That's good. That's like people 
have places in each other's lives at different times and mm-hmm. it, that's just life. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have an expectation that we're going to be friends forever, we're no, at the same, and maybe, yeah. you, you know what, you know what, that's not even true. It's, it's fine. Maybe we will be friends forever, but it's a different dynamic and it's a different, my friend Andy is, is like from college. He's, yeah. he's like the one really close friend I have from college. Right. And we can go for ages without talking, but we always settle back in and yep. it's, there's never an expectation. That, oh, he hasn't called me. We haven't talked in. It doesn't yes. matter. Yes. So, I, so, yep. so we don't have that closeness that we did, um, in, in terms of the amount of the frequency, the frequency and, yeah. of, of discussion and all that stuff, but we're going to be friends forever. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. And that's awesome. Yeah. But I think there are some people who expect that we need to have lunch quarterly. Yeah. Almost like a scheduled thing or, or else they feel shunned or. Right. I feel very confined by that. So almost, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's like then your friendship becomes an obligation almost. And, and that drives me nuts. And I don't, I can't do that. No. I can't do f- obligation friendships. No, 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 no. I have a really hard time with that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the people I value the most where we can pick up after six months of not talking and you're not going to be matter. offended that we haven't talked right. for six months the because pe- the people you've that had I'm, shit going on. I've had shit going on. The people that I'm really, that I, I really consider close friends, that's how it's always been with them. Yep. It's not, it doesn't have to be a certain, and there are periods where it might be frequent and then there might be periods where it's a long time. And mm-hmm. it's like that with anybody I consider a close friend. It just ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when there starts to be a, somebody's, so I, when I feel like somebody's looking at the calendar saying somebody, oh, he hasn't contact, he hasn't contacted me in three months. I'm, mm-hmm. Are we still friends? I can't do that. I can't and do that. It's like I can't either because I get so the last the last I would say four months have just been maybe five months. I don't know whatever February was, but I just between some school stuff and some other personal stuff, I've just felt the need to withdraw and not be super social. Sure. And if people take that personally, yeah sorry yeah but i had to do it because first of all i'm an introvert i do not get my energy from hanging out with people a lot right and second of all i just like i need my space yeah and if you don't understand that then there's the other aspect of it too that i've been thinking about is the kind of um that whole what what constitutes friendship in the online world and I withdraw online too. Like there are Oh, you times do much more than I do. I do way more. Like Which is I just, fine. Yeah. I don't I don't have like I I have to manage it for my own sanity. Like right. there are times when I just can't be on Facebook anymore or I can't be on Twitter anymore. I just like it's just so much information coming at me at once, it's overwhelming and I just have to step back for my own personal well being. So then you throw in the added wrinkle of what we do online in terms of the podcast and, and putting ourselves out there. And that and adds also, another entire thank dimension. You for being the leader on that because well, if it were up to me, I would suck at it. And I do mm, suck at it. So, but but <laughs> Regardless of me responding to emails and shit mm-hmm. like that, or not responding in many cases, or taking a month to respond, <laughs> I was doing so well to our last trip, and then I fall, fell behind, and now I have 50 of them I have to respond to again. Uh. But anyway, um, the thing about that, which is weird, and I'm still trying to figure out after 10 years, 
is we put us we put ourselves out there to a certain extent, and people yeah, listen to this, and they listen to the other show, right? And they are they know us, yeah, and that's great. This is who we are, and we We're put not... ourselves out there in a fairly honest manner, yeah. And it's not an act. This is right. So we do that, and that's our choice, and I'm not complaining about right. that. Right, and we use our real names, right? But then there's that weird thing where because people know us well, every once in a while. Um, there is a, mm, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, how to properly, there's a misestimation of the relationship. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, um, every once in a while, because people know us, there's mm-hmm. a, it's not that widespread, but every once in a while, I'm like, someone will misread the relationship. Yeah. And think that we're maybe on a different level like than we, we have are. a different relationship like yeah. they know us more than they do yeah or that we're or, closer that we're closer friends than i would okay they consider us closer friends than i would consider them okay there's yeah. been a few instances of that which i understand because if you're in somebody's car radio each week like you form a relationship right and you're part of their life and get that and i appreciate it yeah but it creates some odd situations sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm still trying to, i'm still trying to grasp that like a, yeah. i've had a few things that i'm yeah oh know. and the other thing and i feel like we should play some music uh, i'll soon, play something in a minute i'll start looking something like, up because i'm gonna for streaming stuff it takes forever to find it for certain friends it's it's weird like like once the podcast became a little more successful, like there are certain friends who treat you a little differently. Really? Just a little. Is like, something playing right now? Yes, there's something playing right now. Where'd that? I can go? hear it. Oh, smithereens again. Oh, cool. <laughs> Didn't mean for that to happen. That's okay. Just that, like, okay, just just treat me like a normal person. I am not famous. I'm not like I just. I don't. I don't know, know that I've experienced. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if like, I've I think much there are that. people who take it, like who think it's a bigger deal than I think it is. Which, oh. and I don't mean to be like I don't mean to diminish it in any way. I value no. what it is, but then I think other people think it's more than what it is. Does that make sense? Kind of. It's a different coming at it from a different perspective. Yeah. But maybe it is a bigger thing, and we don't realize because we're in it. Yeah. I don't know. Like okay. When we meet people, it's like yeah. we're we're all having this experience together, right. and I'm no better than somebody that I meet. Certainly not. Yeah. I am, but you're not. Right. <laughs> uh, no, I know what you're saying, but it's, yeah. there's that, that weird thing where every once in a while somebody's kind of starstruck. Yeah. And um, I just want to make them as comfortable as possible, I know. first I do. of all. I very much take on that role of like trying to... I find myself often someone will, it's always the, are you Tim and Michelle? It's like, yeah, yes. And I'm always like, and you are, I always wanted like, and your name is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've, that I've grown into that a little bit of trying to make people comfortable. It's a weird thing mm-hmm. because I don't like, it's a weird, the weird thing of being recognized. I, I don't want to use yeah. the word fame because that sounds like right. really pompous, but I don't, I don't want to talk about this and sound like an asshole. No, I don't think you are. It's just a weird and it's not, it's a 2015 yeah. thing. A lot of yeah. people are into this. They have developed, their personality has become a thing. Mm-hmm. 
in in whatever way online. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird thing we're living in right now. It is, uh, but at the same time, it allows us to do some things that we never. I'm not could complaining. Have done. I'm not complaining about it. It's just yeah. weird, and I do gra- I do grapple with these things. I constantly am trying yeah. to figure out relationships and mm-hmm. perceptions and and I do the same the thing. Shit. Like I feel like okay, shit. Should I be more active on Twitter? Should I respond to more people? Should I don't I... worry about though. I I I, I let that be kind of more natural I think and I'm yeah. more comfortable with it sometimes I think than you are I'm more comfortable with Twitter than I am with Facebook yeah. I don't know why it's just there's something about it that's just more natural to me yeah I don't know I just I, I maybe it's because I tend to be analytical by nature but I'm always trying to figure out like oh this is a weird relationship or this is a weird interaction or not always weird but it's like sometimes we'll meet somebody I'll meet somebody who's I'm trying to figure out I don't I guess I don't worry too much about what their perception of me is. Mm-hmm. The the whole relationship thing is weird. I I guess there've been a couple times where I, I get the feeling that somebody thinks that we're closer friends than we are huh. because they hear us every yeah. day and I don't know. It it's, it hasn't happened a lot, but a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird world we're living mm-hmm. in right now. I'm going to play a song because it's getting okay. too heavy. Yeah, because on the one hand, you want to make yourself accessible, but on the other hand, you want to... Oh my God, I fucking love this song. <laughs> do realize that taking off your headphones doesn't mean people can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we should do more shots. Okay. I'm going to be the voice of reason here. All right. I trust you. You have to get up in the morning. You've got a breakfast thing you're doing. All right. I can sleep all day. I could do another one, but you shouldn't. Okay. Thank you. Thank you tomorrow. Programming Beats One Radio on Apple. This uh, is a right. fucking great song. We're, I'm not familiar with this. Where'd you really? find it? Really? Okay, so The Current's been playing it a lot, but I've been flipping around on other stations. They've been playing it a lot, too, and oh, I'm really? worried that I'm going to tire of it, but it's such a fucking great and song. And it is by? L. King. L. King. Yeah. X's Nose. 
And it's a great song. Yeah, I'm about ready to buy her album. Which is called Love this, Stuff. Yeah, it's just this bluesy, but pop. Oh, it's so good. I love your rap in her voice, too. I do, too. She was just at First Avenue, and I wish oh, really? I'd gotten to see her. Damn. Like, I didn't get into her until, like, a week after she... Oh, don't you hate that? Yes! It's one of those, I've had a chance to think about the thing we were talking about before and I have more to add. No. Oh. <laughs> this is a completely different direction, my right, friend. Cool. That was awesome. So I love that song, but our so our local alternative station, which yes. is actually a public radio station, The Current. We've talked about it many times. mentioned many times. So they introduced me to the song, but I'm starting to hear it other places and I'm like, I love this song so much, I don't want to get tired of it. Like, this could be my summer jam, but I don't want it to get overexposed. I was wondering about your summer jam, and I was thinking maybe it would be Bad Blood, because that seems to be a big summer jam. Oh, Bad Blood. Like, you you saw my arm movements. I know. It seems to me you, that that would be your summer jam. Yeah. I don't know that I have a summer jam yet. Okay. Um, let's talk about things that won't be my summer jam. Should I try to pull them up as you mentioned? Them? Oh, please don't. Please don't because I'm fucking sick of all of them. Maroon 5. Oh, fuck. Yes, that was first on my list. Because you were bitching about it earlier today. Oh, my God. I am so fucking tired of Maroon 5. Well, they're, they're not good. So, but they're just so overexposed. That, and they've got like 10 singles out right now. And one of uh, them has the word summer in it, which is obvious pandering. Like, we want to be the motherfucking song of the summer. So let's put summer <laughs> in the title. And I'm Adam Levine. And look at me. And I'm in Maroon 5. And I'm sure he's a perfectly wonderful person. But... Maybe. I'm just so tired of Maroon 5. I like every so I've got Sirius XM. I'm not a fan of Maroon 5 either. And I have a lot of pop stations program cuz I want to hear some Taylor Swift occasionally and <laughs> it's so, so be, hard to, it's so hard to find her on <laughs> I know. On, on on normal radio these days. Right. But then, you know, they'll throw the the summer whatever song and I'm like, "No." And the Sugar song and this Animal song and like, no, no, no. Those I are don't. all those are all Maroon 5 songs. Yes. I'm not and oh. So I'm tired of Maroon 5. Okay. I'm really tired of that um Ellie Goulding Love Me Like You Do song which has uh-huh. an extra layer of creepiness because it was on the 50 Shades of Grey soundtrack. Yeah. Gross. Um, that Walk the Moon song, the Shut Up and Dance song. Kind of like Walk the Moon. No, I'm not listening to radio as much as you. I do love Walk the Moon. I'm kind of, I'm, I, I li- actually listened to part of their album the other day because I'm like, you know what? Every, they're one of those groups that every time I hear them, I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh, I enjoyed that. I didn't know that yeah. was them. They, they're really super poppy. I know. That's what I'm and finding. And they're really fun. But you're sick of them? That one song. Shut I'm not up and sick dance? of them. I'm sick of that one song because it's like, it's in. It's on a lot. It's on a lot. Yeah. I, and I'm, it's not just radio; it's TV yeah, and commercials, commercials and, and stuff. Yeah. So they've got something going, though. I kind of like them. They have a really good sound. Yeah, I really enjoy their sound. Yep. They've got this song called "Anna Sun" that it's it's a couple years old. That's just fucking great. They're just very summery too, which it bumps me out because I want to love that song, but if I hear it one more time, I'm going to cry. I know. I know how it um, works. Um, another song. Speaking of commercials, fucking Capital Cities, safe and sound. Don't know. What yeah, you I know do. Who, I know of them. I don't know. Oh, if you've seen, I think it's a Mazda commercial. You would know the song because oh. I, it makes me want to punch people. 
It makes me ragey. Like, I'm so tired of it. It makes me ragey. Like, Walk the Moon, I'm tired of it, but it makes me sad because it's a good song. So, you know, I feel like I need to play. What was that Walk the Moon song you mentioned? Fuck you. Oh, Anna Sun, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Not the one that's overplayed. Yeah. Wait, wait to tell me to fuck off. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> like, don't you play that song that I'm really tired of because I'll cry on no, our I'm show. I'm going to try to find the one you actually mentioned because okay. I don't know that I know that one. I'm just trying to find it. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. See? You can find anything on streaming okay. now. It's just... A, it but like, it, it, I flipped the switch. Like, it's so it's such a fine line between enjoying something and then getting tired of it, especially in pop music. Like, there are only so many plays that you have, and then you're like, all right, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I cannot hear you anymore. Right. I found it by request. Hooray! Screen falling off the door, door hanging off the hinges. My feet are still sore. My back's on the fringes. We tore up the walls. We slept on couches. We lifted this house. We lifted this house. Firecrackers in the my car parks out your hands on my cheeks your shoulder in my mouth i was up against the wall on the west mezzanine we rattle this town we rattle this scene oh Anderson. oh Anderson. what do you know this house is falling apart Is this poppy and catchy and fun? And that's how I I was when I heard Shut Up and Dance Dance for the first 500 times. (laughs) And then time 501, I'm like, stop torturing me. Living the life of a shut-in, is kind of, there are advantages to it. Because yeah. I don't hear stuff as often. I'm not overexposed as, as quickly. Mm-hmm. So as a result, I've heard Shut Up and Dance way fewer times than you have. That's so great. And it is. It's a really great it's, pop song. It's a, yeah. I, I really like them as a band. Yeah. man they yeah. can write a hook yeah i like that yeah that's cool oh okay. and then there are songs i should be tired of taylor swift i'm sure there are people who are like fucking bad blood if i hear that one more time i'm gonna fucking i don't know right i yeah i i i have not reached that point yet that's awesome yeah i haven't tired of taylor swift yet either no and, and the Adele album. I'm sure people are. They're... I just haven't listened to that in a long time. So oh, I... oh my God! Rolling in the deep comes on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious to hear what her next album will sound like. I am too. She's taking a long break, which might be yeah. a good thing because she got so overexposed for a while. Yeah, but at the same time, I wonder if our uh... even during her overexposure stuff, I'm like, turn that shit up. I wonder if it's... our listener who's who engineered, who engineered her, her last album. album will be engineering that one as well. <laughs> I hope so. I know. I've got questions for that guy. I really uh-huh. wish we could talk to him. Oh my god! But that is, like, the songwriting and the production is just so solid. Yeah. I feel this is going to sound weird. I feel the same way about Queen. Like there are there are sure. songs I've Queen and the Who. 
there's certain songs I've heard all my life and I should be tired of them and I'm totally not. Like, you fucking put on Baba O'Reilly and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I know, that song never gets old. It's remarkable. Yeah. We get to see The Who in October. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I'm so psyched. Frank Turner and The Who within like four days of each other. I know. That's going to be fun. Mm. Live music still, even though we've had some bad experiences because of the audience. Yeah. Live music, man, still gets my blood flowing. I know. I just, it's, it still does it for me. It's, it's a gamble. It's, it is a gamble, but it's yeah. like, you get but a, when it pays off. When it pays off, it's like one of those, when I was going through shitty times at work where I really hated my job and it's all I thought about and I was miserable. Mm-hmm. We'd go to a live show, and if it was a good live show and I was into it, that was the one time where I was able to not think about it and completely escape. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that pulled me out of my yeah. funk every time. Um, every time, you know, where it wasn't a shitty audience. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I've always, I know some people like don't like concerts that much, even though they're into music. Yeah. But I'm like, I love that live music experience. I do too. That's why I struggle with having a bad time at a live music experience. It bums me out so much because... Because I had such high like, expectations like, going in. Yeah, here's the thing. I just really love this experience and somebody's fucking it up for me. Yep. God, that bums me out. Me too. That's a good song. Do you have the Dune Duran Duran song available somehow? I, I may be able to pull that up. I forgot about that. I should add that to my list. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Um, Pressure Off. Yep. I believe I just saw that. Yes. I'm, I'm forward- so excited about the new album. I know. I hope it doesn't suck. Mark Ronson is involved, right? Yeah, but didn't he do Red Carpet Massacre too? No, he did the one after that. That was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. The one after that was really good. Yeah. It's like they finally got the producer that they need. The Is this it? I don't, know I don't think so. Oh, that's I, I think it's another song. Walk the Moon song. Fucking technology. Yeah. Way to Am go. I 100 years old. Yes. You're an old. Come on. We're olds. Here we go. And fireworks are still going. There we go. Oh, I love how our dog's just in a coma. Like, fireworks? I don't hear any fireworks. This one comes out September 11, 2015. Nice.
good Duran Duran. Uh-huh. Like it has that classic Duran Duran sound, but it's still yep. current. Is it, uh, is Niall Rogers involved in the yes. production also? Yeah, he, it, the song is listed as featuring Janelle Monet and Niall Rogers. Yeah, cool. So, yep. This excites hope, me. Yeah, I know. I think between Niall Rogers and Mark Ronson, it's going to be... That should be good. Niall Rogers has great... I mean, uh, Mark Ronson has great respect for, like, the Duran Duran sound. Yeah. And he captured that on the last yeah. album. Okay. All right, this goes back to the thing we were talking about earlier about songs you're tired of. Yeah. Uptown Funk is straddling the line. I oh, yeah. I'm fucking done, I'm done with love it. that It's great, song. but I'm done with it. But that was last summer's song, wasn't it? Was that- no, that was January. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, it's I'm such a good one. song, and it just makes me sad that it's so overexposed. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, um, Mark Ronson... I don't remember what the album was, but Simon sang on one of his songs. It's called Record Collection. It's really good. Try to find it. Uh, if you want. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. It's really good. And then he ended up doing something with um, one of the singers from the Pipettes, and I just loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. I loved them. I loved them so much. So much. Huh? <laughs> that works. That's a good Duran Duran song, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know that much about Janelle Monae, but I just know she's the anno- the annoying chick on the commercial on Palladia every time. This is the Mark Ronson song. I don't know about this one. No. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, fine. <laughs> Play sucks. something else. <laughs> I enjoy it. More for me, less for you. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about more things or would you like to play more music? Do you still have stuff on your list? I'll, yeah, I, I do. do both. Okay. I, I, what else is on your list? I have a couple things. Uh, would you like to talk about would you like to talk about our local nine at all? The twins and how shitty our expectations were? Oh, I fucking love this song. Imelda May Mayhem is the song. We'll play this for a minute and then we'll talk about it. All right. Trains a little old, a few words the ladies may be saying about them. She freaks and tells a close friend that she never loved again, but she never known I ever live without them. Wouldn't believe it if you seen it. That's a few years old too, and I had yeah. not, I was not familiar with that until you sent it to me right before our Vegas trip. And said, "This is the theme of the trip." Yep, mayhem. We're gonna have some mayhem. Yes, we did. Uh, the twins. 
Yeah. I know. At the beginning of the season, I thought this is going to be a long fucking season because yep. they lost six of the first seven. It wasn't a good thing. Yep. We and even uh, made a bet with Dave Haas. I know. I know. Us and several other people about how the Twins were going to suck worse than the Phillies. Well, we, that has turned out differently than what we thought. Oh, we're going to end up having to pay off that bet next week. Yeah, we? we're going <laughs> to we're going to buy him a guitar. That's all right. I hope that works out. I mean, I, I do hope too. Like, that because like I'm that that's cool. I'm like I'm happy to contribute to your musical. I'll put down my money on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've been surprising. I didn't think at this stage in July I'd still be interested. And I know. They're. I don't know if they won tonight. Um, I will check that. If they won, they're three and a half back. If they lost, they're five and a half back. But I hope they pulled it out. <gasps> they did. Good. Five three to three. That's a good place to be. And they got one more game against Kansas. They can pick up another uh, game tomorrow. Yeah, so they've split the series. And Santana they... comes back tomorrow. Or, yeah. I know. First, well, comes back. First game he'll pitch for the Twins. Right. But... So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so they've at least split. They've got a chance to win the series. I know. Because it was I... a four-game series. If they're, if they're within a couple games, the All-Star break, shit, man. They yeah. exceeded my expectations already. I know. So, yeah, I'm happy. To, I love I'm baseball, psyched. and yeah. I lose interest if my team isn't in it. So I hope uh, mm-hmm. I'd love I'd love to be interested for the rest of the season. I would, too. I, I just want them to be in contention, yep. man. Keep it interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I am, uh, I'm happy with I've been enjoying the Paul Molitor era. I like yes. the way that he's managing the team. I like most of the I like how he's switching he's up making. the lineup a little bit. Yeah. It's not like, all right, today's Sunday, and we're going to have the B squad, and today's Saturday, and we're going to have this, and... I like the way he's, yeah, the, the way he's lining it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they've got a few issues to deal with. Yeah. But, uh, they've called a few people up a lot earlier than I thought they would, too. They're Like Sano? Yeah, Sano so I think the reason and for, and... But the, I think part of the reason for that is trying to figure out if they're going to need to make a trade yep. before the end of July. And I'm glad they're doing that, because in past years, they really haven't. It's like, yeah. all right, we're, we're going to keep them down because we don't want to fucking pay them. They've been we so, don't want to start their clock. They've been so concerned about the number of options they have and all that right. stuff. So they, that's... Yeah. They're Although operating I think like a different team now. Some of that is, is a trend, I think, overall in baseball, of bringing up some of these prospects. Mm-hmm. It seems like in the last month, all of a sudden, we've had all these prospects we've been hearing about on different teams for the last few years coming up. So they're, I think there's a little bit of a change in... In, in the mentality, yeah, about that. So, wish there'd be a change in their fucking uniforms because, dear God, let's throw some stars on some shit and call it a Fourth of July uniform and see how it sells. Yeah, they need to quit doing these theme uniform. Yeah, it's stupid. Let's not fucking do that anymore. Me. Yeah. Um. Do you well, want to talk about any of the local places we visited? Like, or no? I don't know how interesting that is to people. Yeah. We don't really have a lot of... I mean, we have a few people locally, but... Nah, let's not. Okay. Do we have any other songs we want to play? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I think I covered almost everything on my playlist. Yeah. Um, Craig Finn. Craig Finn. Who... Um, I have to... Yeah, Lifter Puller apparently played before Dillinger 4 today. And they were hinting... He was hinting about that all over the place, too. It was not a surprise. No. Um... I'm not. I I don't know Lifter Puller that well. I don't either. Um, so it's like I'm happy that they did that for the people who are fans of theirs. Right. I'm more of a hold steady gal. Yep. Uh, why is this not working? Uh-uh. I might not be able to pull. Oh, that one. I do have one more topic, but it can wait till after this song. Uh, continue to talk because I'm going to take. It's going to take me a minute to even if I. Oh, okay. I might not be able to even find this. What the hell? What the shit, man? It just plays randomly on here, man. Huh. Okay, so. The one thing I have left to talk about is 
So today's 4th of July. It is. Happy Independence Day, world. And America's not 2015 years old. No, it's not. Jesus fucking God. <laughs> um, I'd like to talk about some patriotic songs and where you rank them. <laughs> oh. Or, or how you feel about them, what not is- necessarily where you rank them. Okay. Craig Finn, Neumeyer's okay. Roof, off his upcoming solo album coming right. out September 11th. We'll talk about that after Drain Craig Drain and Craig Finn on the same day. That's going to be a good day for releases. Yeah. American songs. Give me the patriotic songs that I'm supposed to give you an opinion on. All right. You want me to do it now? You want Craigers to sing? Yeah, give me an opinion. I'll okay. give you an opinion. Give me a song. National anthem. Um, it's not the greatest national anthem. What's the greatest national anthem? I don't know what the. I don't know all the national anthems. What's your favorite? Oh, Canada is much better than Star Spangled oh, Banner. Canada is great. Star Spangled Banner is good. I like Star Spangled I do Banner too. though. There's a point where, like, toward the end, it gets me. Oh every yeah, you get, the, time. you get the chill. You hear a good performance of that; it's fantastic. But Oh you Canada is an awesome pop song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Interesting. Um, yeah, the thing about the Star Spangled Banner, like, it's mandatory, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It's the national anthem. You gotta have that. I, I don't like wankery. I don't no. like some Christina Aguilera-esque version of it where you're adding a whole bunch of extra notes yeah, that don't I belong agree. in there. I agree. My favorite national anthems are ch- are children's choirs. They sing really? it straight. Which is interesting because in many songs, if I were to play like a certain Sla- White or, Lion song. Or Slaughter song. I know. You don't like children's choirs in a lot of songs. I do not like children's choirs. Yeah, I'm about to contradict myself. But, no, that's Because okay. I'm going to mention a song. I'm fascinated by this. this yeah. is, I'm learning something new no, about you. No, kids' choirs uh-huh. and the national anthem, because they sing it straight. That's because they can hit the notes. Yeah. They can hit the notes, but they don't add a bunch of extra shit in there. And it's just, like, it's efficient, and it's good, and it's heartfelt. And you go, kids' right. choirs, with cool. the national anthems. You go. All right. I learned something new about you today. Yeah, they're not, again, I mean, not to pick on Christina Aguilera, but she's the one who popularized the... the, the, the pop R&B yeah. chicks, they do that. Yeah. Let's, let's not add the extra notes. No. Let, we, there's no need. No, we don't need no, an extra 45 seconds of national anthem. Yeah. Um, God bless America. Um, see, I have to... I have to um, is that the foamy sea song? <laughs> no. No, okay, that's something different. That's the fucking oh, shit God that they America. shove down your throat every Sunday during baseball okay, we'll, we'll during the seventh inning. God bless America, if you give me the Kate Smith version, I'm cool with it. Or like uh, uh, Ray Charles. No, he does um, America the Beautiful. That's Ray Charles. Yeah, I'm good with either of those. Yeah, but fucking stop shoving... God bless America down my throat every Sunday at a baseball a game. So, 
Yeah, I don't want to. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear another patriotic song during the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, I, we've done the national anthem. I'm good here. Yeah, seventh inning stretches take me out to the ball game. We don't Thank need you. more. Yes, patriotism. I, let's not. Let's quit faking this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. What What pissed know. me off extra <laughs> is when the twins would do "God Bless America" and then fucking follow it with that canoe full of emulsified dick meats that is Lee Greenwood. <laughs> God bless the USA. That song pisses me off. That song for- is everything wrong with this country. Wait a minute. I just, why is Celine Dion singing God bless America? I don't know. There are a lot she should of- be singing Oh Canada. I gotta hear part of this. I'm sorry. No. Don't make me do this. This could be horrible. God I'm out. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Kate Smith is really the only acceptable version, isn't she? I agree. What are you doing now? God. Oh, okay, Kate, Kate Smith. Smith. Yes. We're patriotic. That's fine. A little you old sing lady, it, girl. A little old lady warble, but it's it's, it's to the point. Yes. Okay, this version I do All not. Right. I I like I like a lot. See, I have a. Problem. I do not hate Kate Smith. I like this. I have a problem with the oceans white with foam. That's the worst lyric ever. Is it? I think it's lazy. Huh. I think it's bullshit. But anyway, I heard Zoe Deschanel do a song before a Giants game, and I can't remember if it was yeah, America the Beautiful or <laughs> God Bless America. But she did a really good job. She's with very it. polarizing. She is. People hate her. I like her. I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah, me too. She just had. I feel that her voice has this really, this unique quality to it, and I can see where it would be polarizing. But she just, and I see where her personality would be polarizing because. She, because people think she's really twee. Right. I I, I, she, I think she's great. Yeah, me too. Um, she, okay. still, she still does it for me, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I hear you. Um, born in the USA. Springsteen? Yeah. Fucking Springsteen. Yeah, but a lot of people have misinterpreted that I know. Shit. They think it's a patriotic song, and it's not. Well, the thing is, it's the most patriotic song because it's pointing out all the things that are wrong with just blindly following things. Right. They think it's like... Uh, America's great song. And they think it's blindly following things, but it's actually not. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about this Hold land? On. Is oh wait, what? Hold on. What are we playing here? Little Bruce Springsteen. Happy Fourth of July, motherfucker! Now, people have amongst Springsteen fans. Oh, do tell. Born in the USA, production-wise, is a problem. How so? It's so produced. <laughs> the whole album. The whole album is. It's so Dancing in the Dark had a fucking twelve inch remix, for God's sake. That was the straw that broke the camel's back for many people. Hearing this, okay. We went to Washington DC to see him and hearing this but a few miles away from our nation's capital 
was pretty fucking awesome. In the home of the Washington racist football teams? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I you know what? Um I don't I don't have an issue with the production of this album. I'm no. okay with it being a super poppy production thing. It's one of my favorite Springsteen albums. I yeah. Um, it's part of my childhood. I came back around on it. Um Oh, there was no coming back around on no, it. No, I mean was I was I was really like most of it, but um fucking Bobby Gina No Surrender are like I'm just like ah, they fucking punch me in the gut every time I hear them. Yep. Even with the super poppy production. Yep. Yeah. Okay, what's the next one on the patriotic list of songs? This is the last one. Oh no, no, it's not. Um let's see. I have one and then I'll go back. This land is your land. Um I'm not a, I'm not big on the super folky Woody, it's fine. It's is this a Woody Guthrie song? Probably. Okay. Uh what about the alternate lyrics? This land is my land, this land's not your land. I've got a shotgun, you got one. I didn't grow up in the South, I don't know that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the national anthem of the NRA. Come on. There's a book out right now, it's called Woody Guthrie, a life. Uh-oh, I'm doing a library. This might be one of those 45-minute Springsteen lead-ins. Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I was reading this book. I'm going to summarize chapter 17 for you. This song was originally it was written as an angry song. It was an answer to Irving Berlin. It just wrote God Bless America. And, and See? See, we're getting a lesson See? on patriotism from Bruce. This song was written That's as an answer to that song. Other people got to rise out of God Bless America, too. I'm not the only one. I remember. Uh, this is about one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Anyway. Oh, well, that wasn't too long for a Springsteen intro. Oh, it's still going on. Oh, it's still going. Just you wait, friend. I remember standing in this phone booth across the street from my house, singing patriotic songs about America. <laughs> it's the worst Springsteen impression ever. <laughs> I love, I love like rambling. 15 minute Springsteen intros from the 70s. They make yeah. me laugh every time. <laughs> They're so heartfelt. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Or harmonica. You know, you know, you know who wouldn't do that harmonica solo well? Simon Levon. Will I that ribbon I remember like singing this a lot in grade school. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of like the ants go marching one by one. It was yes! <laughs> fucking camp songs. Right. I like Bruce singing it though. Bruce could sing the fucking phone book and you'd like it. I mean, I, I love do, the do man too. Do you want to hear Neil too. Young singing it? I'm okay. I... I respect Neil Young, but I don't necessarily want to hear him a lot. Here's something that's going to bother you. Every one of these songs I've searched for, pretty much, there's a Lee Greenwood version. I have no words. Fuck that guy. Lee Greenwood benefited from 9-11 more than any other person. He may have orchestrated it. All right, here's our conspiracy theory right here. Lee Greenwood caused 9-11 because he wanted his fucking ass record to sell more. Okay, what else do you I do want have, more? Okay, my last song by Country Tis of Thee. 
My country cheese. I'm going to see what comes up when we search for that. Please, please let it be slaughter up all night. Uh, I'm indifferent to my country tis of thee, but yeah, I'm confused it by the fact that it's included in a slaughter song. It doesn't, um, it doesn't come up. Please play up all night. I can do that. There's not, it doesn't, it's not in the top. It's not a song that comes across my patriotic an, radar thing that often. Um, Unless you're listening to up all night. I appreciate that. That's what your point of reference is though. <laughs> it is. It's a sad world when you type in up all night and <laughs> that doesn't even come up as a top result. God damn it. You know, I'll find it. Don't worry. Don't tell me that fucking talking heads bullshit song comes up as a top result because Fuck the talking heads. One direction is coming up. I don't know why. <gasps> I love one direction. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I do, I won't lie. I'm not ashamed of it either. This is shocking. I'm gonna just search for slaughter. That'd Please do. That's yeah. It's gonna be the top song for slaughter. We know that. Slaughter artist flight to the angel up all night. There it is. Thank you. Boy, that was disappointing that I had to search that hard for it. I know. You've been listening to a lot of Hair Nation lately. You know it, I have. Which is funny because it's not funny, it's just. Um, Oh, I, I was... still enjoy it, but I find it really interesting that you've had this like discovery of all these songs that I listened to so long ago. I know. And you're like, you remember the song? I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember this so well that I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> I wasn't a metalhead in high school. I know. Although I was thinking, I did have a cassette copy of Long Cold Winter by Cinderella, and I fucking loved it. Cinderella barely fits into that genre, though. Yeah. They're closer to a blues rock. They're, they mean, are. They're closer to an Aerosmith than to Bon Jovi or like freaking Warrant or something. I did enjoy Bon Jovi. But I did. I owned, until I got into a fight with I John owned Bon Jovi. Sin- what? Until I got into a fight with John Bon Jovi. Oh, well, yeah. Please tell us more about that. We're, we're quarreling over the Richie Sambora situation. Yeah. Yeah. Bon Jovi is not Bon Jovi without Richie Sambora. And Van Halen's not Van Halen without Michael Anthony? Yes, but slightly lesser so. Yeah. I'm Team Hagar Anthony on that one. Yeah, me too. I have to get the uh, I have to get the the new Sammy Hagar live album because some of it was recorded at the show in October at in Vegas that was part of them. That's awesome. We have is, a recorded have not, memory of our. Well, it's it's one of those things where it was a live album recorded throughout the tour. Yeah, and I'm not. I sure, which able, songs? I haven't been able to find out. I don't know if it's in the liner notes. I haven't been able to find out which songs were recorded at that show yet. Please let it be the one where uh, Chad Kroger was... No, that's not on there. No? No. Thank God. <laughs> I think going back to the whole overexposure thing, I think the reason I enjoy a lot of these songs is because I didn't get sick of them in the late 80s. I didn't get sick of them in the late 80s either. <laughs> That's all I listened to. Although, Bon Jovi, every time Bon Jovi comes on Hair Nation, unless it's Born to Be My Baby or Runaway, I flip that shit. Really? Born to Be My Baby would be one of the first songs I'd flip. Oh, I fucking love that song. I got tired of that song real fast. Oh. 
I'm tired of living on a prayer. I'm, I'm tired too. of pretty much everything off Slippery. Yeah. Except for Never Say Goodbye. It's one of the great ballads of all time. Yeah. That was like, you know the episode, uh, see, this is, here's, a, here's, a, here's a reference to earlier in the show. You know the episode of Seinfeld oh, where Christ. Putty stops whatever he's doing to listen to Desperado? Yeah. Yeah, that was Never Say Goodbye for me. I thought it was uh, One More Try by George Michael. One more try for George Michael, as well as um, I Will Remember You by Skid Row. All three of those. I'll Remember You? Holy shit. That song <laughs> fucking holds up. <laughs> All of Skid Row holds up. I love, I'm so bummed we didn't go see Sebastian. I forgot. I thought it was in July. I I knew it, and then I think I forgot the night of, but I was like, uh, oh, we just got back from Vegas. We're probably not going to be no, in like the No, like three days. Like, uh, like uh, about a week ago, I'm like, oh, when is that? Sebastian Bach show. Oh, fuck, it was a, a week ago. I. Uh, son of a bitch. I haven't seen him since 1992. You'd have a happy little reunion. That show. Ask Andy about me at the Skid Row show. He's never seen anybody nice. like so overjoyed to be at a concert. Wait. Did they not put in the kids singing fucking My Country Tis of Thee? I think they cut it out of that ver- the best of version. Weak. Because we listened to that whole, every, song. We listened to that whole time, song and didn't even get the payoff that you were looking for. Every time I hear it on Hair Nation, man, it's the children at the end singing from every mountainside, let freedom ring. I know. We, we listen, I'm, I feel bad. Like we let, we've let we let our six listeners down. I know. Here's a funny thing. If you search for I Will Remember You, you get Sarah McLachlan. Uh, no, it's I Remember You. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Please I've, play that song because... I've had drinks. It's going to be some bullshit that comes up first, too. Oh, no. That skid Row comes up first. All Good. right. Thank God. I was a little worried about that. Because there's... Yeah. As this song plays, I want to hear more about... Power um, ballad ask, action, huh? Are you playing it now? Yeah. I want to hear more about... Ask Andy about how I was at Skid Row. I was just... I was so happy at the... This, well, first of all, it was... A they were jo- opening for Bon Jovi? No, that no? was the first time. Oh, oh, that's the one where you went to Colorado and you angrily played your nope, boombacks you're wrong again. No, nope, that was Cinderella and Bon Jovi in 86. Oh. I missed that show. I saw Skid Row open for Bon Jovi on the... New Jersey, New Jersey tour? tour. That was That was with my friend Amy. That was like my second concert. Yeah, after Monsters of Rock? After Monsters of Rock. And then... I saw, we saw Skid Row, Andy and I went and saw Skid Row, and Soundgarden got booed off the stage opening. That was Good. right in the transition from right, hair metal. Right, before grunge became grunge. a thing. Yeah. The only song that anybody liked was the one where they named Check Minnesota, but they were booed throughout their set. Because I, I still have no desire to listen to Soundgarden. No, Soundgarden sucks. I respect them kind of as musicians, but I don't like any of their music. Yeah. Um, but that fucking show was so good i was like just in heaven oh at that show where was this roy wilkins auditorium okay yeah that was a great show that was like the end that maybe maybe that marks the end of the metal era for me in a sense of the hair metal era yeah that show i think it might because then all the bands are playing the mirage uh well yeah, Mirage hung on for a little while after that. And Mirage is not the casino in Vegas; it's the, the metal, bar. metal club off Cedar in oh. Minneapolis. It, here's here's again Cedar Riverside. Again, right? that or show not. marking a transition. Yeah, you know how when you leave a concert, a lot of times somebody will hand you a postcard promoting another concert. Mm-hmm. 
the concert that was being promoted leaving Skid Row was Pearl Jam at First Avenue. Whoa, which and I you also saw went that. To. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it was like that weird, like, oh, this Transition is a changing thing. of the tide. I would like to go on the record here. I Girls were flashing their titties at the Skid Row concert. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> the more I read about Eddie Vedder, I think he's just such a nice guy. Maybe. I don't know that. I haven't met him, but he just... Doesn't, sound, doesn't change the fact that he sounds like a goat when he sings. Right, but I really... And that he did an entire album of ukulele songs and that the cover features him barefoot on a fucking surfboard or a canoe or some shit. Uh, I thoroughly sure enjoyed Judd Apatow's interview with him in his book. Shit, I don't even remember that. And I've, it was I've, good. It was really good. And I've also heard that Eddie Vedder is a very good tipper. Oh, that's good. I'm sure yeah. he's a lovely man. I just don't like... I you like, don't want to listen what? to him. There was that solo. Backspacer he, fucking rules, I was going to say, he did a solo album a couple years ago I like, but I... And there are a few Pearl Jam songs. I'm like, yeah, that's good. My, Get my it. issue with Pearl Jam was always that I didn't... After the first album, like the next couple albums, I was like, oh, it's more of the same. And I know that they've... I really like the first two. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like the them. first two in Backspacer. That's where I'm at. And the ukulele hits. I'm not familiar with the ukulele <laughs> hits. I love that we're playing Sebastian Bach right now. Oh, God. And Skid Row. Fucking great song. Skip Row. I feel bad that I'm talking through it because it's so good. It's not my Desperado anymore. I don't stop. I, I wouldn't... I, there was a time where I would have stopped you from talking so I could listen to this song. You're doing the hand heart thing, honey. <laughs> That's not cool. We don't do that in this house. That's a no-no. I just wanted to do that to see if you noticed. Never do that in my presence. <laughs> Stop it, Taylor Swift. Sebastian's got some fucking pipes. He does. Janie Lane, goddammit, why couldn't you have taken better care of yourself and your pipes? His pipes are never as strong as Sebastian's. Sebastian's on fucking Broadway. He could probably be today. He's. Yeah, he's always had a. He could be at all the whale. Yeah. That's it. We're just going to have to get Skid Row for Vim. <laughs> Original lineup reunion, one shot only. Please. Yes. I wish. I mean, I mean that sincerely. Sebastian I, I, has no interest in reuniting with those guys. Huh. Dave Snake. Dave Snake Sabo? Yes. Yeah, I don't know exactly what all the issues are there, but... They had a falling out? Well, clearly. I'm going to say money. Mm, no, I think it was money. They have reunited by now. Okay. Oops. Oh, play more Sorry. Skid Row. <laughs> big guns. She's got the care. big guns pointed at my heart. Bang, what bang. does that mean? I, it's hard to say. It's subtle. You know, when I'm listening to Hair Nation, sometimes I have to stop and question what the song is about. <laughs> Especially yeah. Kiss. All right. Do you really want to play more Skid Row? If you want to, I'm, I'm fine with that. I need to play something off of uh, Slave to the Grind. Slave to the Grind, then. Let me see what I can find. Oh, uh, let's see. 
Anyway, you should keep talking during this. You keep talking. I'm looking for a song. Why? I'm just going to stand over here and make the heart symbol. Not during... (laughs) That does not work during... (laughs) During silence. During Slave to the Grind, it doesn't work. (laughs) No, that'd be a little weird. So yeah, Hair Nation, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, um, Well, other than Crazy Nights... um, Oh, God. What's that one Kiss song? Like, Name a Kiss song other than Beth or Crazy Nights. You put the X in sex. Yes. You make me rock hard. Yes. Domino. Yes. It's hard to tell what they're about sometimes. Very subtle. Yeah. Uh, the There's Apple... one with uh in the title. Huh. Yeah. Apple Music's not the most responsive at all times. Huh. They need to work on that shit. I know. I'm clicking on the album. It's not bringing up the fucking songs. <sighs> you don't have them on your local thing? No. Uh. All right. I'm excited that we exhausted our list of cop- my list of topics, our list, whatever. Here we'll play monkey business. All right. Um, Good tune. Wow, this is slow. I don't think I have any other topics, do I? Um, yeah. This is a long show for us. This is almost two hours. Oh wow. Uh, now fucking my iPad just crashed. Oh god. Well, is it? That's because my iPad. That's a sign. We usually play a song to go out on, though. Do you have Uh, something? I think I played everything on my playlist. Okay. How do I? This is the worst ending of a show ever. How do I get fucking artists on here? Okay. I might have something on mine. Let me just scroll through my shit here. (laughs) If people have listened for two hours, they're. I do have the title song of "Slave to the Grind." If you wish to end on that. I don't know. I also have Monster Ballads Platinum Edition. And um, Skid- <laughs> we could play 18 in Life or Youth Gone Wild as no, well. No, I don't want to play those. Why? They're good songs. I know they are, but those are the songs that are... But they're fucking rule. I know. They're endless. They're, they're timeless. Endless. Well, they're you know timeless. They do have an end. They have... Yeah. So Bullet Boys are playing here soon. And yeah. Tracy Guns is one of the openers. Huh. Like, why would Tracy Guns do a solo show when there's like... Multiple versions of L.A. Guns. Why wouldn't he just bring his version of L.A. Guns? Why would he do a solo show? Hmm. What's to... Other than he doesn't have to split the money, but... I don't know. I was puzzled when I saw that. All right. I need to play something so we can get out of here. I'm Please, falling asleep. Yeah, you have to play something. How about this? <laughs> what the sh... Oh, my God. God damn it. Would you like to explain why this is so funny in our house? Everything is funny with the Akiti Sax. I put this behind all our videos of Max running around the yard really fast and it makes them funnier. So that's why I have this in the <laughs> library. Take it everywhere you go. He's doing the opposite of that right now, which is actually great. This is horrible. All right, we're done with the Yakety Sax. I think right. we're done. You need to play another song, though, to play us out, oh, though. Shit. Like an actual song. So much pressure. G- give me a. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. I'm not playing Britney. This is the worst ending ever. I know. We should have ended this like 10 minutes ago. I know. But I'm then not, you're. I'm thing not editing it. I know. Because. 
That's what the show's about, not editing. What else? Do we have any other concerts coming up? I could play somebody. The Who? No, nah, I don't want to play The Who. Um, Fratelli's, Frank Turner. Dave Haas? Dave Haas. Oh, yeah. I don't have to search for that. We've got him on here. Well, I do have to search yeah. for that, but. Take your I'm time. Sure, I'm <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dick. What? <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. I'm sure it's something I've played on here before. Oh, well. I suppose I could play a rarity. Do what you got to do. This is sure entertaining for everyone listening. I'm, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to make it interesting for people. All right, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play The Shine. All right, cool. All right, Dave Haas, off of Devour. Enjoy. Enjoy. We'll be back in another nine months with another. <laughs> uh, it'll probably be fucking Labor Day. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Bye. Bye.
Shine.